Talk a little bit about, about Saturday and how fun that was to, to jump up for first FBS game and, and to, to do that the way you did. It was it was real exciting, especially going out there just with my guys, my, all my brothers out there, and then seeing the environment that we were in. The crowd, they were real energetic. They were into the game. And then knowing the work that we put in through the summer, just finally getting to showcase what we got. Like, it was real exciting and a good thing for us to do. Talk about you guys on defense. How do you feel like you guys played? Obviously, the numbers show that you played well. As you looked at film and it break, broke it down a little bit, how did it go overall? I don't want to sound too much like I'm doing, like, coaches talk. But we played good, but it was plays that we left on the field. It was it was some plays, like, if you're going through the film where – we had some missed assignments and little things that we know in the back end of the season we're going to have to clean up if we want to get to where we need to go. But overall, it was a good game one, you could say. I was going to say, you guys were flying around, weren't you? Is that something that you guys take pride in, just flying all over the field and just making plays? Play fast and physical. We want we don't want any offense to want to play us. When you turn on our film, we want people to fear our defense just because the jam you brand has been out there for the guys who came before us. They had that brand. Like, didn't nobody want to play their defense. So we're trying to – uphold that image and keep that standard. That coach said after practice, the standard is the standard. So you can't drop it. So we're going to fly around, play fast, and play physical every game. You know, with that, I mean, that's that's a mindset too, isn't it? That When you when you come to school here, when you play football here, that's got to be the mindset if you're going to play defense, isn't it? No doubt. It's a mindset in everything we do, though. It's like when we're watching film, like you got to be locked in in film. When we lifting the weights, you got to be going hard in the weight room. It's not just something you can turn on on Saturday when the lights come on. If you see us out in practice or in the weight room, anywhere you see us, we're going like, to play with intensity, do our job. We're going to do what we're doing with intensity and have a purpose behind it. So then when on Saturdays, it's just a normal thing. It's not like we're doing anything different. <laughs> you know, when, when you play a team like Middle Tennessee with their air raid offense and they're going to get you high tempo and everything like that, to get them three and out on, on six of their first seven possessions, um, that had to be pretty satisfying. Yeah, it was. It's shout out to our D linemen. When the, when the D line plays as good as they did, it makes it easy on everybody else. So hopefully our D line continue to dominate like that, and we continue to get our three and outs. Makes it easy on you guys on the back end a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, no doubt. I, I tell them every, every drive before the drive, start with y'all up front. If you, if if y'all just go back there and wreck everything, then it's gonna make everything easy on us. I just tell them they they it starts with them, and we got y'all in the back end. So we just work together as a group. Talking to Jamie Safety Chief Surratt, and you know, talk a little bit about your how you're feeling right now. Because last year, battled injuries a little bit, and, and we're in and out. How how do you feel right now? It seems like you're you you, you look great out there. Mm. Overall, I'm, I'm grateful because last like you said, last season I was dealing with injuries. The season before that, I was at VMI, so. Even just being in the situation that I'm in, a lot of people wouldn't even expect me to be in the situation and be starting for such a good defense. But to me, I'm just grateful. I'm hungry, though. Like I know what I'm capable of, and I know I, I can play better than what I've been playing. So I'm hungry, but I'm, at the same time, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be out here. And I'm just trying to do what I do every time I go out there, help the team, and just do whatever we need. Sky's the limit for you and this defense, right? Yeah, no doubt. As the defense gets better, I feel like I'll get better and vice versa. As I get better, I feel like defense gets better. Like We got plenty of playmakers on our defense, and I'm just trying to be the guy to make sure everything's flowing good and help people get lined up, lead, and then when it's my turn to make a play, I'm going to just make my plays. So do you feel like a leader on, on, on defense? I, I was, will say I do. It's not something I try to force because I haven't been here for, for as long as the other guys. So the people who've been here – for longer, like I'll let them take the the lead, I guess you could say, because they've been here like for four years and stuff. But at the same time, 
I know what I can bring to the table. And coming from VMI, I was a captain, I was a leader. So that's just, I'm, I feel like I'm a natural born leader. So wherever I'm placed, I'm gonna lead. But it's not something I go out and try to force or step on anybody's toes. It's just, we, we got a good group of leaders and I feel like I'm, I'm one of those leaders. Again, we're talking to Jamie Safety Chief Surratt. And how about being a punt returner? Do you like doing that? Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite things in football. I get my adrenaline going. <laughs> I was gonna say it worked out pretty well. You had good returns. Is that something you feel comfortable with? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm very. I did it in high school, and then coming into my freshman year of VMI, I was doing it, and I, I actually had a torn ACL, and I didn't know I tore it. So I went back there at punt return, and I caught it, and I tried to do a move, and I just failed. So I've, I've been doing punt returns. It's just this is my first time really like shining in college at it, like having consecutive good returns in college. But high school and before I was injured at VMI, I felt like I was pretty decent at it. All right, take me back. Growing up, um, I, I know you're, you're real close with your family. Um, was, was it always football? Is it, was that your first love? Allen Iverson, my favorite athlete ever. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was younger, I had – You were a hooper, huh? Yeah, I had the braids. I used to wear the sleeve, all like Allen I wanted to be just like Allen Iverson. But at the same time, my father played running back in college. My older brother was really good at football. So I always knew football was my sport, but – I played football back. My first sport was soccer, then football and basketball since I was probably six or seven years old. And then in high school, my sophomore year, I started to run track. I played lacrosse for a couple of years. I had to do wrestling to watch my weight for football. So I done been around. I played baseball at the field. Like, I done played a lot of sports. But, yeah, I always kind of knew football was my go-to. Well, that's what some people, they, they talk to young kids. They're, they're always talking about, you know, specializing this, specializing that. I'm. I think you would agree. Playing all those sports probably helped you, didn't it? Yeah, a hundred percent. Definitely did because the, the skill sets that you gain from other sports can correlate to football. Like, if you playing basketball and you got break your man down one on one, to me, that's like if you got the ball in your hands, you got somebody in front of you. Right. It's just the same thing. You hit him with a little move and <laughs> try to go by him. So it all it all comes full circle. So we'll look for an uh, an AI crossover on a punt return sometime. A cheese move. I can't. I can't take everything. AI, he a goat. I ain't gonna look just like AI, but yeah, we are gonna see a cheese move come out. Right. You, you said cheese. I know the reason, but let's tell our listeners why. Why is your nickname cheese? All right, so I got an older brother who's three years older than me, and my older brother, he the type. When we were younger, any chance he had to show that he was the bigger brother, he was gonna do it. So we're, we're playing a video game and. He could be up 21 points in the first quarter. The game could be over. He the type, nah, keep playing. He'll be about 100 points. And I was real competitive when I was younger. So every time I – if I lost at 11 o'clock in the day, I'd be crying for the rest of the day. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do anything until I won the game. Then it got so bad one day, my father was like, you want some cheese with that wine? And then it just stuck with me for the rest of my life. And everybody calls you cheese, right? Except your mom, right? Number six, except for my mother. <laughs> my mother, she won't call me cheese, but – the rest of my family, like people I know, my school teachers, when I was at VMI, the military people, like everybody else called me Cheese. It's it stuck with you for a long time, and that's why we call you Cheese on the broadcast. But, you know, talk about your decision to go to VMI out of high school. What was it about VMI at the time that, that made you go there? Um, no disrespect to VMI, but um, I had other scholarship offers, and they kind of fell through. I didn't, want, I didn't sign on the first signing day. And by the time I wanted to sign, I thought in high school, I thought the recruitment game was different than what it is. I thought I could commit on my own time. So by the time I was ready to commit, the schools were basically like, no, you waited too long. Like, we already gave your scholarship to somebody else. 
So it came down to basically VMI or some other options. Like I could have reached out to other military schools, but I went on my visit at VMI and you don't have to commission in the military. Like I respect the military, but I never wanted to really commission. And then when I went out there, like the coaches, they were good people. It wasn't just like I had to go to VMI. The coaches were good people and I felt like they cared about what well, my position coach, I felt like he, he Marshall Roberts, I I think of him very highly and like Coach Clark, Coach Walk, they were good people. My parents liked it. My parents liked it more than me, to be honest. My parents were like, Yeah, you need to go here. And growing up, like, I'm not gonna go against my parents. So I was like, All right, I'll go here and we're gonna see how it plays out. So I was just committed to VMI, did my two years there, and then I felt like I could pursue better opportunities. Did you enjoy it there? Did it make you grow up a little bit and just how they how they run everything? Um I enjoyed it because of the people that I was there with. I heard a quote uh, one time that it says, it's better to be in a bad situation with good people than a good situation with bad people. And VMI really proved that for me. It might have been a bad situation, like like going through all that yelling, but when you're there with good people, it forces you to get close with people. Like I got bonds. I got brothers at VMI for life just because we go through all of that stuff that we went through. Like People I never thought I'd be close with. I'm close with them just because I went there. And VMI showed me also that you don't need all the glamour and glitz to get the job done. Like, you get the bare minimum of VMI. Like, how we get our uh, meals after practice, VMI, you get two peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> so I was getting two peanut butter and jellies after practice, and like, I didn't, I'm not gonna complain about it. Like, that's all you got. That's all we need. So I feel like from that perspective, yeah, it definitely helped me. We're trying to cheese Surratt again, Jamie Safety, and you know, you were. I saw some pictures. You were clean shaven, a tight, tight fade. Now you're, you're letting it all grow. Is that because you can now? After I, after I left VMI, I told my mother I'm never shaving my beard again. Now I'm, I'm gonna let my beard grow as long as it can. And my hair, I actually had long hair in high school, but the day of my graduation, I cut it because I knew when I went to VMI, they was gonna like they were gonna cut it. So I didn't want them to be the first people to cut my hair. So I cut it down. And then, like, at school, I used to get in trouble a lot because if I shave in the morning by 6 p.m., I got a 5 o'clock shadow. So I just had to stay on it, and I got tired of shaving every single day of VMI. So now it's like, yeah, I'm going I'm to grow my beard as long as I can now. You know, when you decided to leave after a couple of years, um, what was it about JMU that, that attracted you here and made you ultimately want to go here? Um, I've been on, I came on this campus a lot of times as a um, high schooler. Like when Coach Houston was here, they were recruiting me heavy. And I developed a good relationship with Coach Trot, the defensive coordinator. We developed a relationship kind of outside of football too. So when I was coming up here for visits, I was real comfortable. And then the Ravenel family, Devin Ravenel, I've known him since I was in elementary school. And Brandon used to mm-hmm. tell me about how it, how it is out here. And I used to come to, I used to, come to a game see how the crowd was. I used to see Brandon shine, and then i like, stay after a little bit and then just see the good environment they had. So once the coaches reached out to me, I just felt like like things don't always come full circle like this, so I might as well take advantage of the opportunity. And I'm guessing you've enjoyed every second of it? Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Coming from VMI, I knew I'd enjoy it wherever I ended up. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's been really good out here. I met some good people. I'm doing good in football, I'd like to think, and my family like it out here, like – it's a good situation. How have you grown as a football player in your time in college? And, again, all you guys were always the guy in, in high school, but that's it, it takes some time, and especially you going from VMI to JMU. There's there's more more players here. Um, wh- wh- where have you improved the most to gain that, that starting spot this year? 
I feel like my one of the biggest things that I've improved on is kind of my mindset. I used to force. I used to always be thinking, make the big play, make the big play, make the big play. And then when you're thinking like that, sometimes when the big play comes, you thinking so much about the next play might be the big play, you might miss your opportunity. But now I just try to focus on finish every rep in a winning position. Even if if the ball is on the other side of the field, just you want to when the film is uh, when the film gets cut on, you want to be in a winning position at the end of every play. So now it's not necessarily making the big plays, just like doing my job, making my plays. So when that big play does come to me, I know I'm gonna be ready just because I'm still I'm I treat play one like I treat play a hundred. I'm trying to win every single play, win every rep. And then I've also realized that it's a team game a lot. In high school, like you said, we some of us most of us were the best players on our team, so we could just kinda all right, I'm going to go make a play and take it over. It's college now. It's Everybody was the guy in high school, so you need your teammates to be there, like, doing their job. I've learned to trust my team more and just, like I said, consistently do my job every single play. So when that time does come for me to shine, then it will come. Kind of like right place, right time at Weber State a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, my coaches <laughs> always told me, run to the ball. So if you ever see me on film, you just going to see me running near the ball. You never know what's going to happen. The ball on the ground, I'm just running to it. And, yeah, right place, right time, like you said. Absolutely. You know, now now that you guys have moved up and are in FBS, is that is that special to you? I've heard a lot of guys talk the last couple of weeks about, man, this is – we're the first team in the great history of this program to move up and, and be FBS. Do you guys – you guys take a lot of pride in that, don't you? As a team, yes, we, we definitely take a lot of pride in it. But me specifically, I haven't really changed my outlook on the game. It's kind of like – between the lines, you playing football regardless of if it's FBS, Power 5, FCS, Division 2. Between the lines, it's football. So I try to just keep the mindset of, yes, it's football. But I understand at the same time that what we do this year is going to impact the people who come after us. Like, like you said, it's, we're the first team. So if we go out there and we messing up and looking crazy out there, then it's going to look bad. So we just try to put our best on film. But like I said, regardless of if this was FBS, FCS, D2, I feel like all of our guys will still go out there and attack the games, attack the day the same as we do right now. Obviously, you guys played well on defense, but was it fun to watch your offense do what they did on Saturday? Oh, yeah, it was de- <laughs> It was definitely fun because KT, he's actually from VMI as well. So yeah. coming into uh, VMI, I heard about KT all the time, like Chris Thornton, Chris Thornton, Chris <laughs> Thornton. So seeing him shine, like that's amazing. And then Rav, I told Rav at halftime, I was like, watch, like you're going to score one in the second half. Second half come, he's scoring touchdowns. Reggie. Like, last year, I remember coming in last year and seeing Reggie, because Reggie always wasn't a starter. I used to, like, wonder, like, he got all the tools. Like, what's what's happening? And they used to just say, like, you got to just keep grinding. So seeing Reggie stay consistent and work every single day and finally get the opportunity to shine, he scored two touchdowns. Like, that's great. And then Toddy, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's always good seeing your quarterback shine like that. Yeah, I feel like the team – the team overall, we really, all of us were excited and happy to see Toddy shine like he did. Sometimes a guy comes in for one year and it doesn't work. I mean, they come in and don't maybe have the right mindset or whatever. Boy, it's worked with him, hasn't it? I mean, he has come in. You guys have gravitated to him. He's been a leader. That, that's been a pretty special bond, hasn't it? It definitely has. And me and Toddy, we've had conversations off the field as well. Like, even during spring ball when things necessarily weren't going his way, he still just showed, like, the the poise, and you could tell he was a vet. Like, he never got too high, too low. He continued to work, and he just stayed true to his script, kept working. And then now, like, you see, he got his opportunity game one. 
went out there six touchdowns, 100 yards rushing. He looking like little Cam Newton out there. <laughs> yeah, it was real good. Todd, he a good person, like bigger than football. He's a good person. And I feel like as a quarterback, it's important that your team knows, like, he's a good leader, good person, and he he checks all those categories. A lot of guys do on this team, no doubt. You're one of them. Chief Surratt, thanks for your time, my man. No problem, no problem.